Hey loves, season two of the Repurposing Your Soul podcast is coming soon. It will be debuting on iTunes and also on YouTube. I'm so excited to see where God is going to take us this season. Hey loves, welcome to the Repurposing Your Soul podcast for part two of Change Your Lens, Change Your Perception. And this week we're talking about stop seeing yourself through the lens of a critical spirit. So loves, if you're like me, you beat yourself up when you fail. You know, the conversation in my head goes something like this when I make a mistake. Number one, I screwed up. Number two, I let everyone down. And number three, God is going to be so mad at me for making a mistake. Now, number three is the one that honestly cripples me and trips me up. And it stops me from moving forward. Um, When I mess up, I believe that God is going to severely punish me and that he's going to take away all my blessings. And I've disqualified myself from future blessings. I mean... When I mess up, I really, really, I'm so hard on myself. Like, I just refuse to believe that God can fix what I messed up, that I am going to be, like, severely punished. Like, it is insane how bad I beat myself up when I make a mistake. So, during this process this week, um, God revealed to me that I'm making my, that I'm viewing my mistakes through the lens of a critical spirit. So what is a critical spirit? Um, A critical spirit, what it is, is that when you believe it's your job to be the Holy Spirit for other believers, you know, you criticize everything that you do, you put your wisdom above God's wisdom, and you don't trust that the Holy Spirit can convict and lead people and mature people. You actually think it's your job to grow people and you think that you're supposed to grow faster than what the Holy Spirit is doing. Like you take, you know, what you want to do and you put your own thoughts and your feelings on, on your situation. Like you criticize and criticize and criticize yourself and you criticize others. That's a mouthful. So trying to figure out what a critical spirit is, God actually gave me the light bulb. And what it came from, I was watching a TikTok video of Pastor Preston Morrison from the Pillow Church in Scottsdale, Arizona. Now it's so funny, this one clip on obedience in a critical spirit, it popped up in my TikTok feed every single day. I mean, from, from like, Last week and this week, every time I hopped on TikTok, the same video was replaying over and over and over. So I'm like, okay, God, you obviously want me to get something out of this. Let me pay attention. Okay. And what he had said was, um, he was talking about how we operate in a critical spirit. And I had to take a hard look at myself and I realized that I'm very critical of myself. And through my lens of a critical spirit, you know, I do tear myself down. Like I was saying before, the part of being, let me see how I'm going to say this. I'm a critical thinker, 
very, very, very critical thinker. So when you are a critical thinker like I am, you can easily, easily jump over to the side of a critical spirit. It's an easy transition. Okay, so God in his divine wisdom had to do cataract surgery on my spiritual eyes so I can see my mistakes the way he sees them. And that's what he was using Preston Morrison to do in that same TikTok video feed that I have been watching. And the specific episode I was watching, it's on YouTube too, is obedience at God's pace equals success. That is the clip that kept playing every day. Obedience at God's pace equals success. And this is what um, Preston Morrison had said on that video. Number one, you're not failing. It might look like it on the outside, but on the inside, God is doing his most amazing work. Number two, you can't outrun God. He sets the pace for your healing. He sets the pace for your blessings. He sets the pace for everything. I keep thinking about that scripture in Isaiah where it says, when the time is right, I, the Lord, will make it happen. It does not say when the time is right, Noni Lynette Bird Wright will make it happen. It does not say that. It says when the time is right, God will make it happen. And the next one was, God prepares us for success by teaching us how to maneuver through our failure. Through our failure. So from there, God spoke to me um, about my past mistakes and to actually take a look of, you know, the things I have been through in my life, you know, just this year from me being hospitalized with a mental health relapse, you know, to our financial issues we're having, you know, everything, you know, having a fight with Cameron that I started, you know, and, and, you know, just life, life, you know, and, um, the Lord told me is that my hospitalization and my suicide attempt doesn't disqualify me from ministry. That was a hard pill for me to swallow. Because in talking to certain uh, believers, you know, according to them, my struggles that I went through through mental health has completely disqualified me from ministry, from spreading God's word. It disqualified me from being able to give my testimony for other people to heal from. And I had spoken about this in some earlier episodes, but that fed into me, you know, in that critical spirit of criticizing, you know, my actions and deeming myself unworthy. Okay. And then God said that every single day of my life, of our lives, has purpose. It has purpose. The things that I learned, you know, through my journey with mental health has purpose because I'm now able to bring that out to you all so we can walk this thing together. Everything has purpose in that he is bringing the beauty out of the chaos. And then um, Preston had said something else that God had actually um, revealed to me, you know, a while ago saying that, look at David. 
God loved David. David was God's friend. I mean, David wrote the Psalms. You know, David fought Goliath. You know, David was killing lions. I mean, David was a G, okay? <laughs> he was an original OG. David was, he was the man. However, David was also an adulterer and he was also a murderer. Okay, and then you have Bathsheba brought into this. We don't know if Bathsheba willingly went to David. I mean, he's the king. What you gonna say if the king says, I want you now, come over here, leave your husband? What are you gonna do, you know, being a female back then? Okay, so in that situation, God had to remind that he used David and Bathsheba as a direct lineage to Jesus. And David and Bathsheba, their union actually brought Solomon out so he can build the Lord's temple. So no, the Lord is not condoning what David and Bathsheba did, but he used everything that they did. And it didn't disqualify David from the other things that he had did. After he came to the Lord and said, look, I'm sorry, I messed up. You know, the Lord didn't say, oh, David, you messed up. I'm never going to use you again. You have disqualified yourself. And so the biggest thing I had taken from that was that the Lord had told me, <laughs> don't accept the enemy's labels. You know, don't put those on myself that I'm a loser. I screwed up. Nothing can be reclaimed. I'm going to lose everything. You know that I'm unworthy. He had to remind me that he decides who is qualified. He decides who is worthy. And he told me, you are qualified, you are worthy, period. The king of the universe, the alpha through omega, the beginning and the end, the one that is so powerful that his words spoke everything into existence. That person, that God, told me I am worthy and I am qualified. So it doesn't matter what anybody out there in the world says. It doesn't matter what those certain believers in the church says. It doesn't matter what I've been telling myself those lies all this time. God has deemed me worthy. And then so I was like, okay, God, so you have deemed me worthy. What does this look like in my walk? Like, how can I view my mistakes? And he had to remind me of something I had wrote back um, back on Halloween this year. And I was sitting there drowning on Halloween. Um, and this is what God gave me. He said, when we mess up in life, don't think of it as a loss. Don't beat yourself up. Look at this as a training exercise, part of your ongoing training. And I had to think about that. You know, uh, when you have doctors, and lawyers and professional athletes, you know, or anybody that is in a certain, you know, industry or any industry, you know, you have to train and train and train and you're going to make mistakes. You're going to mess up. But what you do is during those mistakes, you learn, you learn how to be better. You learn how to do better. And that is the purpose, you know, of our mistakes. Look at it you know, like that as a training exercise. And he had brought back to my remembrance um, when I was in basic training with the army and we had to be out on the range and learn how to fire our M16s. 
And the whole point of learning how to fire our M16s is that we need to be able to hit the targets. And we practice and we practice. I remember there were times like when I first started, I didn't even hit the target. I mean, nowhere near the target. I think my first bullet like went into the dirt, you know? And then from there, I learned how to um, sight my weapon, you know, look through the scope, you know, to make sure that your, 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 your eyesight is aligned up with the target. Oh, there's a bell lighting up your sight. Hello, to make sure you hit the target. All right. So you go through that, you line up and make sure that you can hit the target. Okay. And then from there, you keep course correcting, course correcting till you get it just right. And then from there, you have what's called a live fire exercise. You know, the live fire exercises, you know, you're firing live rounds out of your weapons and you're, you're training and you're getting ready and you're preparing yourself for war, for a battle. That's exactly how our mistakes are. When we do this walk in God, it is an everyday live fire exercise. Every day we are learning, we're growing. Every day is a learning experience. Every day we receive God's mercy and grace. Every day we get closer and closer to the bullseye. And another thing that I had learned on this journey, um, just this weekend, you know, in service, it's that um, our view of, per of perfection and the world's view of perfection is not God's view of perfection. We are not going to do everything right. There's no way. We are not God. We do not have the capability of to do things perfectly every single time according to the world's definition and our own definition. God's definition of per perfection is maturity. How far you go to mature and grow every day. Am I the same person I was three years ago? Nope. Do I make the same mistakes I made three years ago? Nope. Why not? Because I allowed God to change how I saw my mistakes and I learned from them and I grew from them. Am I the same person I was last week? No, because every day I have learned something that matures me more and more and more. And so this week, my prayer has been, God, show me when that critical spirit is manifesting in my life. Be careful when you ask God to show you stuff like that. Because <laughs> my Lord, as soon as that came out my mouth, every time I would like, I think something happened and I judged somebody. It, I was just like, look at that person. Da, da, da. The Lord was like, ding, critical spirit. <laughs> or I was mad at Cameron for something that he didn't do according to the way I thought it should have been done. Ding, critical spirit. And I'm beating myself up over something, you know, that I messed up on this week because I didn't get laundry now or something. Ding, critical spirit. I mean, he has shown me so much within the past I say 48 to 72 hours about how critical I am of myself. And what I realized in him showing that to me is that it's exhausting. Always being so critical, always ready to judge. It exhausts me. It takes so much out of me that I can't even enjoy 
the growth. I can't enjoy the learning process. It it opens a door to depression. It opens a door to anxiety because I'm so critical. I'm so nitpicky. And you know, Cameron told me this before and I was highly, highly offended when my husband, the love of my life told me that I'm very nitpicky, you know, I have double standards, you know, that I'm always judging and I was in my feelings. I mean, I was so much in my feelings because I was like, how dare you? I don't judge people. You know, I'm not like that. I am very fair. I am very da 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 da. No, I am not. <laughs> I'm not. I criticize and I criticize and I criticize and it's exhausting. And it will also, it hampers me from being able to move forward in ministry. So I can't keep living inside that critical spirit because I don't have the time for it and I don't have the energy for it. So my prayer for you this week is that you allow God to do surgery on your spiritual eyes and remove the cataracts so you can see if you're walking in a critical spirit. Are you criticizing yourself? Are you criticizing others? Are you not giving anybody mercy and grace? Are you putting yourself in God's position to dictate what is worthy and what is not worthy? Are you doing that? So my prayer is that God reveals that to you. And as he reveals it to you, he heals that part of you that shows that, you know, you're walking in that critical spirit. May he heal that part of you. You know, may he take that and he turn that around so you can enjoy his full mercy, his full grace. So you can receive all the blessings of God. So loves, we are going to wrap up this episode with prayer and I'm so excited. You know, season one of the Repurposing Your Soul podcast is coming to a close and soon we're going to be kicking off season two. Woo -woo! Season two is coming and it's going to be debuting on YouTube and iTunes and of course with the other streams, you know, that I'm on. So I'm so excited. I cannot wait to see what God is going to do next in this epic ride of the adventures of Noni and Jesus. And so let me close it out in prayer. Father God, in your precious name of Jesus, Lord, we thank you for every single life that is hearing the sound of my voice in this podcast. Lord, we thank you because nothing happens by accident or coincidence. Lord, I thank you because you have every single day of our lives mapped out, Lord God. Lord, you know where we're going to mess up. Lord, you know where we're going to stumble and fall. And Lord, you already have redemption lined up for us. And in the name of Jesus, we rebuke and bind the critical spirit. We curse the critical spirit from the root. Anytime that spirit shows up inside the believers of the Most High Jesus Christ, Lord, we ask you to silence it and snuff it out. And the blood of Jesus is against that critical spirit right now. Lord, we love you. Lord, we honor you. Lord, we thank you for another day to come together in your name. And Lord, we thank you in advance for our healing. Lord, we thank you in advance for our blessings. Lord, we thank you in advance for our abundance in every single aspect of our eyes, in our lives. Lord, I love you so much. And Lord, I'm so grateful to you, Lord God. In your name, Jesus. Amen.
Thank you for listening to the Repurposing Your Soul podcast with new episodes every Tuesday. You can listen in on Spotify, Audible, Apple Podcasts, Radio Public, iHeart Podcasts, CastBox, and Amazon Podcasts.